listening to For Your Joy, a podcast provided by New King Church, where we seek to restore your faith in a world of discouragement. If you want to find out more about New King or learn how you can get connected with our network of like-minded churches in Burlington, Vermont, and surrounding areas, check us out at newkingchurch.com. Hey everyone, welcome back to For Your Joy. It's good to have you here uh, on this podcast uh, hosted by New King Church. Um, my name is Lucius Guthrie, uh, one of the pastors at New King in South Burlington, Vermont, uh, joined by Ben Preston. What's up? What's Glad up, to be here. Yeah, it's good to have you here. Um so we are are once again recommitting ourselves to to shorter episodes um mm. that you can that you can take in in, in a drive or so um th- so I love living close to the church it's really helpful but the worst part about it is is less podcast time mm-hmm. for sure mm-hmm. like it almost t- almost takes me the whole time to like get it set up and like started on my car and then I'm then I'm just there. That's 100% why we live in Colchester. Yeah, that was a good idea. I did not think that far mm-hmm. ahead. Yeah. So the goal for this episode is is that you, Ben, could listen to this episode in your drive um, from the church mm-hmm. to the home. It's like 16 minutes. Okay, wow. So we got <laughs> it out. That is a taller order than I had expected. Yeah. Okay. So what do we have, like 13 minutes left? Yeah, about that. Um well, uh, this is a podcast that seeks to restore your faith in a world of discouragement, um, and today we are going to start uh, a new discussion around um, the characters of Saul and David that we find in First Samuel, maybe a little into Second Samuel, um, but this is uh, something that's been on Ben's mind, and this is actually something that you preached you can, mm-hmm. Did you preach both First and Second Samuel a few years ago, or just kind of? We just like, did character study on Saul and David. Saul and David. Okay, I'm yeah. not sure if it was just David. Um, so this is something that, uh, and you always, you know, whenever we're talking about it, you always refer back to it, it was really formative for mm-hmm. you and and help you a lot. So, mm-hmm. um, I guess why is this on your mind recently? Why is uh, this going on in your head? Well, I'm reading. I'm reading back through it. Oh, cool. In my uh, Bible reading plan. Nice. So. Every time I read the stories of Saul and David, it just has a big impact on me, and there's new new observations every time. Um, I feel like Saul is is one of those characters that most most of what we learn from Saul is how not to be, and mm-hmm. uh, we learn a lot from David of what faithfulness um, yeah. looks like. So cool. Yeah. Well, so, well. Before we get uh, we get into that, um, I got a question for you. Okay. How has uh, how has seminary been going? Uh, good. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Good. <laughs> good. <laughs> no, it's good. good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, there's days where it's um, it's a lot, and today's one of those days. I got a lot of reading to do and yeah. before I can like 
do my assignment. Um, but I'm learning some awesome stuff and it's been encouraging, mm-hmm. you know, I, um, I, I feel like I'm going to come away with just a ton of, of new understanding and a better grasp on the scriptures and, and it's stretching me like crazy. Like I've never read so much in my life. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. Well then give me, give me like one thing that has stood out that you've mm. learned in the last couple of weeks or maybe not learned, even if something that you're like, I'm learning this and can see that you're gonna kind of dig more into something. It's one specific thing. Um, man, it's hard to narrow it down to one specific thing. I, I would say just if I'm going to narrow it down to one thing, it's just seeing the, um, continuity between the, the pen, you know, the books of the Pentateuch and, mm-hmm like seeing the like even beginning with um the first covenant that is specifically talked about the covenant with Noah and and how covenants are like covenants and promises are this this theme carrying through and mm-hmm. um i guess yeah without taking up all of our podcast time i would say that yeah. i would say like that thread going through and how it's all so connected to those covenants and promises and God's faithfulness to mm-hmm. carry those out um, yeah. is probably one of my my biggest takeaways. Yeah, that's cool. That reminds me a little bit about, um, you know, this morning is day three of our mm-hmm. uh, 21 days of prayer as a church. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's all about scripture, right? Second mm-hmm. Timothy three, mm-hmm. um, how profitable scripture is. Mm-hmm. And I feel like one of the biggest things the Lord was showing me personally was that like the whole story points to, the character of God, and I think absolutely when you go back into the Old Testament specifically, it is it relies really heavily on those covenants and the story around those of the people within mm-hmm. those covenants, God specifically, and also the people of Israel, uh, and how he relates and loves people really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Glad you're glad you're digging into that. Yeah. Sounds fun. Mm-hmm. All right. So... Um, I know that you said this could be a few episodes, maybe this first one um, focusing a little bit more on Saul Mm -hmm. um, and then maybe going into David in the next couple episodes. So what do you have for us? Yeah, so I want to start with looking at Saul's, uh, um, what I think is maybe the core issue with Saul. Uh, Maybe that's, uh, or maybe it's just a core issue with Saul, but but I believe that Saul had um, major insecurities that led him to make the foolish decisions that he made um, that that made him who he was, basically mm-hmm. this um, this failure of a king. Yeah. And and I believe that those insecurities uh, were because of his um, insufficient core identity. Yeah. And I think it's a warning for us. So um, I think for us, we can look at Saul's insecurity and see, we like, all of us have insecurities, Yeah, right? This isn't like, oh, people are either secure or they're insecure. Um, we all have yeah. loads of insecurities, right? Yeah. Um, but... Saul's insecurities, he really allowed his his insecurities to um 
shipwreck him, I think. Yeah. Because it what it uh because it ultimately led him to be a people pleaser and to listen to the voice of people and rather than be obedient to God. Mm, so I wanted yeah. to look at his insecurity and kind of see see where we can uh pick up on that in the in the text and um and see what we can learn from that and and what are the pitfalls of insecurity so that we can watch out for those yeah. ourselves. Yeah. It's good. I'm excited. Yeah. So it really begins um when when we first meet Saul in the story, um, Saul is uh, he is anointed king, and um, let's see in chapter ten, and we meet him a little bit before that. Um, we find out about Saul in chapter nine that he's this he's this guy who's got comes from a good pedigree, he's wealthy, he's super handsome, he's young, he's the tallest guy around by like a yeah. whole head. And uh so I mean he's basically Luke Clark, right? <laughs> In um yeah. Yeah, he's just picture Luke Clark. <laughs> and uh and so and and so everybody would like pick him first, right? To be yeah. king. He's got a ton going for him. Mm-hmm. Um but then, surprisingly, we find out that he is insecure. Um, when Samuel's talking to him in Samuel, First Samuel nine, um, he says, you know, telling him, kind of like hinting to him that the Lord's chosen him. Saul says to him in in verse twenty one, "Am I not a Benjaminite from the least of the tribes of Israel, and is not my clan the humblest of all the clans of the tribe of Benjamin?" Why then have you spoken to me in this way? We see like the first little hint mm-hmm. of insecurity. And you might at first read that and think that it's just that he's being humble. But mm. later on, we'll talk about the difference yeah. in, in those two things. Um, and then in chapter 10, when he's actually um, picked right by Lot, they can't find him. And it says... He's hiding himself. This is in First Samuel ten twenty two. Uh, behold, he's hidden himself among the baggage. <laughs> mm. So here they are. He's already been told that he's that he's to be the king, and when it when it comes time um, for that, right in front of the whole, all the tribes are gathered. He's hiding among the baggage. Yeah, and so we see another hint of that of that insecurity and that fear. Um, but then as we, as we read on, um, we, it looks like maybe he's gaining confidence because he defeats the Ammonites and, um, and, uh, and then in chapter 13, Jonathan, his son, goes and defeats a garrison of the Philistines. Also like Luke Clark, Jonathan, his son. Exactly. <laughs> yes. So picture Jonathan defeating <laughs> the Philistines. And uh, and Saul blew the trumpet throughout all the land, saying, let the Hebrews hear. And all Israel heard it said that Saul had defeated the garrison of the Philistines. Mm-hmm. So he kind of takes credit for his son's yeah. victory. 
Yeah. And you could say, well, it was like Saul's army, but that's not what he says. He says he yeah. he blows the trumpet and all Israel hears that Saul defeated the garrison, mm-hmm. not not his son Jonathan. So we begin to see him sort of trying to puff himself up. Yeah. And that is a um that's a characteristic of somebody who's insecure. They yeah. they try to puff themselves up. He also, in another place, he raises a monument to himself after a battle. Yeah. Mm, that's not good. Yeah. Right? And the Lord's not happy with that. So so insecure people, they they're trying to constantly, you know, put the spotlight on themselves and make themselves look better than they are or, you know, whatever. They're yeah. Trying to puff themselves up. Yeah. Yeah, I just I guess before you go on, I really like what you said about we all have insecurities and it's not it's not like yes or no, it's what, mm-hmm. you know, what are mm-hmm. they? Mm-hmm. How do we identify them? Um and I just, yeah, I want to pull this phrase that you set out that really, really helped um, how Saul had an insufficient core identity. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a feeling that you're going to get into what a sufficient mm-hmm. <laughs> core identity is mm-hmm. and what that looks like. Um, but that is, that's, I mean, I guess when you look at him, like you were saying, all the things about him should point to this someone who should be secure right mm-hmm. in themselves uh should not think about um the way that they might fail you know and we all think that way we look at other people and say oh well surely they're confident you know and who they are but this is something we all struggle with mm-hmm. you know um dating back to just the fall you know hiding from mm-hmm. god in these different ways um mm-hmm. So we all have that. And then I don't think that is even the, the center of, of this whole thing, but I just think it's important to point that out, mm-hmm. um, that this is something we all deal with. It is, absolutely. And I think what that, when, when we're insecure, not if, but when, yeah. <laughs> um, what insecurity leads us to is a preoccupation with self. Yeah. Um, you know, I love the way that Tim Keller talks about humility. He says it is, um, it's not as much self abasement as it is self forgetfulness. Mm -hmm. And so you, it's not that you hate yourself. It's that you don't even think of yourself in in a given situation. That's humility. And, and I believe that is what really leads to security. Yeah. Right. And insecurity is a it it leads us to a preoccupation with self. Yeah. When we are in any I mean, this is why public speaking is hard. Yeah. Right? And this is true for like ninety nine percent of the population. Mm-hmm. Um is that when we are when we stand up in front of people, we realize we realize I am everyone's looking at me and it and, and what makes it nerve-wracking for most people is suddenly they become extremely self-aware yeah self um they're preoccupied with themselves and how do i sound how do i look what is yeah right Mm -hmm. and and i think that's just sort of um an example of what 
is going on oftentimes in just yeah. social settings or situations at work or whatever yeah. it might be. Yeah. Humility is not thinking less of yourself, but thinking of yourself less. Yes. Uh, I can't remember where I heard that. I think that's Tim. Okay. Tim, Timmy. Similar. Yeah. It was like similar vein to kind of uh-huh. what you were mm-hmm. saying. Um, yeah, that's good. So I guess, um, would you say that there are other signs that point to insecurity? Maybe not specifically in Saul, but as we're thinking about it ourselves, thinking about where we are insecure, signs that we are, you know, becoming that way. Mm-hmm. What are some What are some pointers that we need to be looking for? Well, um, a big one is self-preservation, um, and we see this with Saul. Um, Saul is constantly trying to protect his reputation. Mm, yeah. And, um, and, and so rather than trusting God with that, he feels the need to perform, uh, for people, right. In order to make, in order to keep his reputation. So, um, I guess maybe a better way of, of coming at that would be to say that if if you are either you're going to recognize that you're preoccupied with yourself or you're going to you might recognize that you are spending an inordinate amount of time worried about what other people are thinking about you yeah and and um and then trying to um manipulate situations to make mm-hmm. people think better of you or even avoid situations yeah in order to try and, you know, keep people from thinking poorly of you. And so it can really hold us back in life. It can hold us back from stepping out in, in faith in the ways that the Lord's calling us to step out, mm-hmm. um, be used by the Lord. Um, it can hold us back from leadership. It can hold us back from service. Um, and because we are worried about and preoccupied with how other people perceive us um, and and so self-preservation comes in there because we start we start spending our time and energy and thoughts on how to um to keep up appearances. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's exactly what we see Saul do. So Saul like he in in um 1 Samuel 13 he sees he notices that the time's running out for that's uh, there's a backstory here, but he's waiting for Samuel and Samuel's supposed to come and offer a, a sacrifice before they go into battle. Um, and Samuel's late and mm-hmm. he sees that people are getting antsy and that they're his, the people are kind of getting antsy, getting anxious. And some of them are leaving and he feels like he's got to step in Mm-hmm. and control the situation and keep people from walking away. Yeah. And um and that gets him in a bunch of trouble. Well, I might let that be a cliffhanger here. Mm-hmm. Uh to keep our commitment to time. Didn't make 16 minutes I don't think. Maybe if you listen on one and a half speed, you can uh get the whole episode in on your drive home. Mm-hmm. Um or maybe hit a few extra red lights. Uh, but I know we're going to continue um, thinking through Saul. I have other questions that um, 
I want to get your thoughts on, mm-hmm. uh, but we'll go ahead and wrap this one up. Continuing the discussion on Saul, get into David, um, thinking about um, just the insecurities, the core identity. Um, I guess with these things, in terms of recognizing the, the insecurities, do you have any kind of charge or challenge over the next week for the listeners to begin thinking about this. Yeah. Cause we haven't gotten into any of the good news yet. Like, we've yeah. Met, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. Um, yeah. I mean, my, my, I guess for this week, for this week, just be seeking, um, to find your identity outside of yourself mm. and look to Christ for yeah. your identity. Yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and, and go jump ahead and there, there, even yeah. though that's where we're headed because I don't want to leave people hanging. Look outside of yourself for your identity and trust that Christ has given you um, a sufficient and secure identity in himself. Yeah. And let your eyes and your focus and your gaze just remain on him. And when you sense yourself becoming um, preoccupied with your own self, turn your eyes away from self toward Christ. Great. Well, I pray we can all do that effectively and flex that muscle, learn how to do that uh, more and more. We'll continue with, continue with this uh, conversation next week. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you soon. See you.